Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. You're about to receive a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Center, One Church in Global Locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Christian Center, visit our website at www.harvestcc.me. And remember to love God, love people, and love life. Starting a brand new series called Reset today, and I'm excited about it. And in fact, I got my prop, I got my prop right here, my reset button. I got my reset button, and so that's what we're talking about today, hitting the, hitting the reset button today. Lift your Bibles high if you have a Bible, and uh, if you don't, lift your mobile device. I use our Harvest mobile app for my Bible, for my daily Bible reading. It's totally free. If you don't have it, I encourage you to get it. Thousands of people already have it. I think it's slightly over 3,000 now that have the app, so I encourage you to get that. Lift your Bible high. Let's make our confession of faith together. I am unconditionally loved by God and at Harvest. I come to God as I am, but I won't stay as I am because the life-giving message I'll receive will make me more like the great I am. I'm on 10 and I win in Jesus' name. Remain standing. I want you to go to one scripture. One scripture we're going to look at. It's a familiar scripture. I've taught from before, uh, but it is something that's going to be so apropos during this uh, series called Resets. Remain standing with me. Somebody say reset. Come on, say it like you mean to say reset. Say it like your finances need it. Say reset. Say it like your family needs it. Say reset. Say it like your business needs it. Say reset. Say it like your emotions need it. Say reset. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. This is now the Apostle Paul writing to what he calls his spiritual children, the entirety of the church, the Corinthian church, who they had a lot of issues. They had a lot of transformation they had to go through. They had a lot of process they had to go through. Touch your neighbor say, just like you, just like you, just like you just like you. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Watch what the apostle says. He says, uh, uh, which means sent one. He was sent to them for a specific mission. He was sent to the earth for a specific mission. He says this, therefore, if anyone, somebody shout, I'm an anyone. Come on, shout it, shout, I'm an anyone. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, watch this, he is a new creation, which means, watch this, you may have done everything they said you did, but you are not who they say you are. Touch your neighbor, say, I am not who they say I am. I am not, yeah, I made some mistakes, I've had some failures, I've, I've done some stupid things. When I look back, there's some stuff I wouldn't have done that way, but since I'm in Christ, I am a new creation. Watch this, all things have passed away, which means, watch this, they are dead, which means if you go deal with it, if you go dig it up, you need a permit to do that. He says, all things have passed away, they're dead. Behold, in other words, pay attention, all things have been reset. All things have become 
all things have become new. Father, speak to us in this place, Father, that we would move and walk in what you have ordained. I decrease now that you would increase, Father. We declare that as we open up this series, you would give us all the grace, the fortitude, Father, to hit the reset button in our lives. In the name of Jesus, I declare that old things, old bad mentalities, old pathologies, old bad habits, old bad emotions, old bad ways of handling things. We declare that those pass away and we are walking in the reset. We are walking in the new thing and it has begun. In Jesus' name, somebody shout hallelujah. As you take your seats, high five two or three people and tell them, say, just hit the reset button in you. 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 Uh, in today's world, most everybody has a smartphone, whether you've got Apple or Android. And in fact, most people wouldn't know what to do without it. Now, from these relatively small devices, we can connect with the entire world in a matter of seconds. Just think about it. I mean, you can get on your phone and you can be connected with the entire world in a minute. On Twitter, you can connect with people across the entire world in a minute. You can get Facebook with people across the entire world in a minute. There's an app for everything from tracking our steps to tracking our sleep to budgeting our finances. And for all these devices can do, we've all experienced moments, watch this, when they freeze. And sometimes there's no way to complete what we were working on until we reset them. And I don't know about you, uh, but that's one of the most annoying things for me. When I'm trying to get something handled and all of a sudden it freezes. You have been working on something and right in the middle of you working on something, you didn't save it. And because you didn't save it, uh, it's frozen and now you've got to re You've got to start again. That's happened to us all. And when we look at this, there's no way to complete what we're working on until we reset them. And every now and then, there's some areas of your life where you need to hit a reset and have a new beginning. Touch your neighbor say, it's time to hit a reset uh, for a new beginning. Come on, I need to hear somebody. It's time to hit a reset so you can have a new beginning. Touch somebody else say, it's time to hit reset uh -huh, so you can have a new beginning. Watch this. Maybe that's in your finances. Maybe that's in the relationships that matter most. Maybe it's in your dedication to keeping Jesus first in your life. So in this life-giving message series, we're going to walk through how to reset to create new beginnings. But watch this. We're going to start with ourselves. Touch your neighbor and say, you need to start with you. See, the issue many people have is they try to reset everything around them before they reset themselves. And so they end up freezing in the same places over and over again because they never dealt with what the real issue is. But in this series, somebody holler this series. In this series, we're going to reset ourselves so that we don't keep freezing in the same place. I declare that you did the same mistakes you made last month. You ain't making those no more. But the same issues you had last year, you're not walking in that anymore. Why? Because we're getting ready to hit the reset button. Somebody holler, I'm hitting the reset button. Yes, now. Watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. In this series, we're going to walk through how to create new beginnings, starting with ourselves. And we're going to learn, watch this, that reset doesn't always mean that all progress is lost. One of the things I love about uh, these devices is that sometimes you, you can think that all your progress is lost. And back in the day, that's the way it used to be. If you didn't save and your computer shut down, your device shut down, that was it. But now things get stored in the cloud. So watch this. When you hit reset, you didn't lose any progress. I'm going to tell somebody, uh, you've been afraid of change, you've been afraid of a new beginning, you've been afraid of a fresh start because you keep thinking you're going to lose progress because you made a mistake because you had some issues. I'm going to announce to you in this series that uh, you ain't going to lose no progress. Touch your neighbor and say, you're not going to lose any progress. You're not going to lose any progress. See, that's why many people fear the thought of new or the thought of change or the thought of 
resetting because we often overvalue what we currently have in an area of life and undervalue what we can achieve through a reset. I said that so fast, I'm going to say it again. The issue many of us have is that we overvalue what we currently have in an area of life and we undervalue what we can achieve through a reset. Well, watch this. And others don't fear resetting. They just reset the wrong things. You ever met somebody that was always starting over, uh, but the reason they were starting over was not because they were resetting. They were just a quitter. Let me be clear. There is a difference between being a quitter and somebody hitting reset. There is a difference between being a runner and somebody that's hitting reset. There is a difference between being an abandoner and somebody that's hitting reset. And I speak it into your life. That's not who you are. That may have been who you were, but that's not who you are. You are somebody that knows how to hit reset. You are not a quitter. You are not one that gives up. You are not one that backs down. You were sent to this earth to rule, to reign, to conquer, and to subdue. And to do that, every now and then, you're going to have to hit reset. Watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, this is the perfect life-giving message series after our series emojis. I'm telling you, that series got all up in my business, got all up I don't, I don't really mess with that white sugar no more, but it got all up in, in my Kool-Aid if I still drank it. Watch this. Uh, where we confronted and conquered our emotions so that they don't conquer us. And one of the principles that we learn is that God is transforming us into his image daily. Say, I am come on, talk to me, Harvey. Say, I am being transformed into his image daily. Now, now watch this. We've learned that that transformation is a process and not an event. And sometimes in that process, things can freeze up. Have you ever been updating your computer? And as you've been updating your computer, the update gets stuck. It gets frozen. Well, you got to hit the reset button so that it can continue. The principle is the same. Sometimes we get stuck. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we fail. Sometimes we do dumb things and we need to reset. And I want to open up this series today with one objective. Somebody holler one objective. No, you didn't holler it. You just said it loud. Holler one objective. I want to I open this series with one objective. You hitting the reset button, a button and not being afraid of new in you. I'm going to say that again. Don't be afraid of something new happening inside of you. The you that you were is insufficient to be on 10. And in case you don't know what that means this year, it is God's desire for everybody connected to Harvest to be on 10. That means, watch this, we even got a symbol for it, the Roman numeral X. It means that we are experiencing the best of the best, best of the best people, best of the best places, things, and ideas. And the you that you were is insufficient for the you that you need to be to be on 10. So there's something new happening in you. Touch three people, say there's something new happening in you, something new happening in you. Come on, touch them, say there's something new happening in you. So to kick this off first, watch this. I just simply want to give you the definition of reset. And based on the three predominant definitions of reset, I want to open this series so that you get used to hitting the reset button. Somebody say hit the reset button. First, let's define a reset. Here it is. There's three predominant definitions I want to give you. One, to set again or differently. To set again or differently. Watch this. Since you're in Christ, and if you're not a Christian, uh, in just a few moments, we're going to give you an opportunity to become one. You're not here on accident. You're not here by happenstance. There is no uh, Hebrew word for coincidence. That is the language of God, which means you're here because today you're getting ready to be divinely connected to God. The reality is we call it salvation, but really it's reconciliation because before you were formed in your mother's womb, the scripture says that he knew you, which means when you get saved, it's not that you're meeting him for the first time. You're just reconnecting to him from when you knew him before you ever came into the earth the first time. So in just a moment, you're going to have an opportunity to do that. But watch this. 
since you're in Christ, and if you're not, in a moment you will be, every day you get a reset to be better than you were yesterday. I need to say that again. As a Christian, we get a reset every day to be better than we were yesterday, which is why I have this saying, I'm not in competition with anybody else. I am in competition with yesterday's version of myself. Which means today I'm trying to outdo the Saturday version of me. And on Saturday I was trying to outdo the Friday version. And on Friday I was trying to outdo the Thursday version. See, it means to set again, watch this, or differently. It is foolish to reset and do the same thing again that got you frozen, messed up, jacked up in the first place. And sometimes, have you ever done that? Where uh, your phone maybe, uh, or your device, or your, or your computer or something, and you went back through the same steps and got frozen again? It's because you didn't pay attention along the way to see what the issue was that created the freeze or the breakdown or the issue in the first place. So watch this. It means to set again, but more specifically or differently. Now, the ancient Greeks, which is the language of our New Testament, they had two words for times. If I say two words. Come on, talk to me, however, somebody say two words. Now, the first was chronos. This is where we get uh, our word chronological. Uh, it's sequential time. It's natural progression of time. It's quantitative time. One, two, three, four, five. That's chronos. But then the ancient Greeks had a second word, which was kairos. For my note takers, that's K-A-I-R-O-S. This was an appointed time in the purpose of God. Th this is qualitative time. This is what's the difference. Chronos was one, two, three, four, five. Kairos could be one, two, over. You, you, you missed it. Chronos has to go in chronological order. Kairos can be one, two, ten. Now, you, you're not understanding. Uh, here's what it means. Kairos means that's a wrap while at the same time saying action. You missed it, church. Ka Kairos means that's a rap. What's a rap, Bishop? That's a rap on you being broke. That's a rap on you being mad about the same old stuff. That's a rap on you being bitter. That's a rap on you walking in unforgiveness. That's a rap on you walking in generational curses. And at the same time, because I'm in reset, I'm saying action to something brand new. I'm saying action to be on 10. I'm saying action to being the head and not the tail. I'm saying action to being above and not beneath. Somebody holler Kairos. Watch this now. It means that's a rap. But at the same time saying action. See, that's what a reset is. I'm saying that's enough of that, but I'm starting something brand new, and it's starting in me. There's something new that's happening in you. Say, there's something new that's happening in you. Come on, speak it to your neighbor. Speak it to her. Say, there's something new that's happening in you. Uh-huh. We're saying that's a wrap to some stuff, but action to some stuff. Uh, what are you saying, Bishop? I've got another perspective. Because remember, the definition is to set again or differently. I've got another perspective. I've, I've gained. I've got more information. I've got better knowledge. I've learned how to control my emojis so my emojis do not control me. That's a wrap. While at the same time, I'm saying... Action. Let me speak into somebody's life. That's a wrap on you being on nine, but action to you being on ten. That's a wrap on you being at the bottom, and it's now action to you being on top. That's a wrap of you being the tail, and now it's action to you being the head. Somebody holler, Kairos, Kairos, Kairos. Watch this. This is so important because watch this. I'm setting again differently. That's the definition, the first definition of reset. To set again or differently. Well, us says, what's this? Because we said, well, Bishop, well, how, how, do I, how do I really do that practically? If you've ever moved into a new home, new apartment, whatever, and you get a piece of mail that belonged to the former occupant, watch this, you don't open it. Uh, nor do you accept it. You, you know what you do? You, we write RTS on it or, or we spell it out, return to sender. Why? 
because that person no longer lives here. You're not hearing me, church. You're not hearing me. Uh, as you hit reset in you, there's some stuff that's going to come your way that you need to look at and say, no, return that to send the man. That person no longer lives here. Yeah, I used to worry, but that guy no longer lives here. I, 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 used, to, I used to try to hold on to the old me, but that me no longer lives here. I used to want to cuss everybody out, but that me no longer lives here. I used to want to get emotional, but that me no longer lives here because I've got to reset. I've got to set again but it's got to be different. Watch this. The only struggle to, to reset is that when you won't release uh, the you you're holding on to, the struggle you face to set again differently, remember that's the definition, it means to set again or differently, is when you're trying to hold on to the old you. Well, let me ask you this question. Why are you still trying to hold on to the old you? That's not you anymore. Bishop, I ain't trying to hold on to the old me. Yes, you are, because you keep saying stuff like this. That's just how I am. Whenever you say that's just how I am, what you are doing is you are refusing to reset. Y'all not saying that. Whenever you say that's just how everybody in my family is, listen, you are saying I refuse to hit the reset button. Whenever you say, you know what, I just got some issues and I'm working on them. What you're saying is, is that it's not urgent enough for me to get those issues handled today. But I came to speak some urgency in somebody's life today that you can't keep kicking the can down the road. You can't keep pushing those issues down the road. You're going to have to have something new happen in you and it's got to begin now. Huff out your neighbor and say it's got to start right now. Got to start right now. Every time, watch this, every time, watch this, Harmus, every time you say, that's just how I am. This is just how my family is. That's just, you don't know what I've been through. This is why I act this way. This is why I do this. With stuff you know you need to hit the reset button on, you are holding on to the old you. And remember, uh, uh, Paul said, watch this, he says, that you passed away. That you passed away. Now, watch this, Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, there's several verses we're going to look at. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, we're going to look at several verses because Paul, uh, under this concept of hitting the reset button, he tells them how to do it very practically. Remember, this first definition means to set again or differently. Colossians 3, 1, he says, if then you were raised with Christ, so he's talking about me, uh, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. In other words, he says, listen, you need to be focused on kingdom stuff. What's kingdom stuff? It is what's important to God. He said, you sitting up here worried about stuff, worried about what's going on with the Kardashians, worried about this and all of that. And God says, listen, I ain't into all of that. You need to be seeking what's going on with me, what's going on with the kingdom. Because at the end of the day, they making money. You the one sitting up praying for it. It got real quiet in the church right there. Well, what's this? And I ain't got nothing against them. I'm just making my point. Now, what's this? He says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind. Watch it. Set. In other words, what is he saying? Reset your mind on the things above. He's saying, reset your mind to be concerned about what God thinks about you. You sitting up here worried about what other folk that can't do nothing for you uh, and can't get you a miracle, can't get you nothing. You sitting up worried about them. You sitting up here worried about trying to impress losers. The worst thing you can ever do is sit up and be trying to impress somebody that ain't got nothing, ain't going nowhere, ain't got a window nor a pot. Paul was dealing with this issue. He said, listen, set your mind on being concerned about what God thinks about how you're acting, what God thinks about how you're living, what God thinks about what you're saying. Watch this. Not the things on the earth. Verse 3, for you died. Touch your neighbor and say, you died. Uh -huh. now, 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 I don't mean that literally. Uh, but watch this, the old you is dead. It's dead, which means every time you hold on to it 
And every time you say, that's just how I am. And every time you say, that's just the way I do things. Every time you hold on to stuff that you know is messed up, that you know is dysfunctional, that you know is jacked up. Every time you do that, what you're doing is you're holding on to a corpse. And the problem with holding on to a corpse, watch this, it's dead. And the only thing it can do is kill you because of infection. You're not hearing what I'm saying. It's already dead, and the only thing it can do is kill you because of infection. That's right, because now it's dead, so the only thing it can bring is death, which means you got to have to let go of who you were so that you can embrace who it is you are becoming. Watch this. Look at this. He said, for you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. In other words, he says, your life is no longer about what you want. I want to do this. I want to do this. I just want to be happy. And notice, all that stuff you be doing to be happy don't make you happy. Why? Because you keep thinking your life is about you. It is not about you. You were sent to this earth for a purpose. And the scripture says that is to reconcile people back to God. And you've been given an assignment. And when you discover who you're assigned to, then you'll know what you're assigned to do. God says, listen, that's the only thing that's ever going to bring you any kind of joy. Because everything else you're trying to do ain't nothing but trying to do what you're trying to do. But I didn't die so you could do what you want to do. I died so you could do what I sent you to do. How about your neighbor and say, focus, 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 focus. He says, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. It's hidden. He says, you should be hidden. Now, please understand, uh, what did he say? If I had time here, I'd work this. What he's saying is, the reason your enemies keep discovering you is because you're out of order. There are some enemies that wouldn't even be able to find you if you wasn't sitting up trying to do your own thing. But because, what is an enemy, Bishop? It is something that opposes your forward progress. Uh, any noun, person, place, thing, idea that opposes your forward progress. He says, listen, your life is now hidden in him, which means when people see you, they can't even see you. They should see him because you're hidden in him. Verse 4, when Christ, uh, who is uh, with our life, appears, you then also appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death. Somebody say, hit reset. Come on, talk to me, Harvey. Somebody say, hit reset. He said, just put to death. That means hit reset. Your members which are on the earth. Then he starts listing them out. He says, here's the stuff you need to make sure is killed. Now, that's, that's a southern, southern version of, of dead. I, I said, therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. Fornication and sex before marriage. Uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. I says, verse 6, because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. Verse 7, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. Now, look at me, church. Look at me. Look at me. He's talking to people who are still struggling with this stuff, who are still in the process of transformation. But notice how he speaks about it. Look at what he says to them. He says, because of, uh, or uh, verse 7, you once walked when you lived in them, but now you yourselves are to put off all of these. Look at me. He's saying to them, even though you're not yet fully there, when you hit reset, you are now in process to get there. You missed it. He's saying, I know you're not, here it is, where you want to be. He said, but I need you to keep making progress because you're not where you used to be. How about your neighbor say, you're getting better, you're getting better, you're getting better, you're getting better. He says, verse 8, but now you yourselves are to put off all of these anger. Now, God says, that's an emotion. It's emotion. Anger, wrath, that's hot anger. Malice, blasphemy. Filthy language out of your mouth. Touch your neighbor and say, stop cussing. Stop cussing. <laughs> stop cussing. And if your neighbor didn't touch it, that's because they are a professional cusser. That's why they're a professional one. Verse 9. Uh, verse 9, do not lie to one another 
since you have put off the old man with his deeds, since you reset the old man and poop that you reset him as you don't act like he used to act. Catch your neighbor and say, stop acting like that. Stop acting like that. Stop acting like that. Look verse 10. And you put on the new man. Now, this is interesting. He says, I want you to put on the new man. Now, now, now I, 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 need, I need to get this. I need to get this. He said, put on the new man. Just never say, put it on. It's kind of like a garment. He says, listen, when you put it on, it's going to cover you and protect you. Watch this. It's going to keep you from being embarrassed. It's going to ensure that you're not subject to the elements. He's saying, listen, I need you to hit reset because it's going to cover you. Watch this. When you choose to have something new happen in you, it's going to cover you. Watch this. And I put on verse 10, the new man who is renewed in knowledge or he's made new. He's reset in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. See, that's that process of transformation again. Therefore, is the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. That's patience. We talked about that in that last series. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. Now, now watch this. He says, this, this is it. He says, uh, you got to forgive. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean fellowship. Forgiveness doesn't mean it goes back to the way it was. Forgiveness just means I'm no longer choosing to hold you responsible for something uh, b b uh, any longer. Watch well, this. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection or wholeness. And let the peace of God rule your hearts or your minds to which you were called in one body and be thankful. Watch this. Verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Now, remember, we're still talking about this first definition of reset, which means to set again differently. Paul's telling them this is how you reset again differently practically. He's saying this is what you got to do. He said, let the word dwell in you richly. Watch this. It's amazing to me how many people won't go spend $5 to get the word. It's amazing to me how many people won't subscribe to auto message to get the word. It's amazing to me how many folk come to church, won't take notes, won't get the CD, won't get auto message, and then wonder why their life still looks the way it does. It's because you are trying to hit reset illegally. This is what you're trying to say. It's because what you are trying to do is you are trying to be new, but you want to still have the same old information. Didn't the book say that the new man, the new you, the reset you is renewed in knowledge? So that's why it says, verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. He said, make sure you're full of the word because if you ain't full of the word, you're going to be full of Whatever you've been eating, whatever you've been eating, you're going to be full of whatever you've been eating. So if you've been listening to crazy music, that's what you're going to be full of. If you've been listening to your gossip, that's what you're going to be full of. If you've been listening to negative people, that's what you're going to be full of. He said, but I need you to get full of the word. Touch your neighbor and say, get full of the word. See, you ought to have so many CDs out of that bookstore. And you ought to have so many messages through auto messages. You ought to have so much uh, that it just looks like you got your own private harvest bookstore. Why? Because I'm hitting reset on me. And it's not enough to just do it once. I got to do it over and over and over and over and over again. This is why the scripture says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Which means whatever I continually hear, I will eventually believe and I'll eventually act on. Watch this. I got to finish. He says, verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, he says, here's how you hit reset. Watch this. And whatever you do in word or deed, whatever you say you're going to do and whatever you're doing, he said, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. He said, to hit reset, he said, you're going to have to be all in the process. You're not hearing me, church. 
You're going to have to be all in the process. Many people are committed to reset until it gets risky. Many people are committed to reset until it gets hard, until it gets tough, until it gets uncomfortable. And the issue is you're not really becoming new. You're not really changing. You're not really doing something until you're uncomfortable because great things never come from places of comfort. I'm going to say it again. Great things never come from places of comfort. He said, whatever you do in word or deed, you're going to have to be all in. Touch your neighbor and say all in. All in. All in. Here it is. Number two. I got to finish. Number two, we're talking about, we're defining reset. We're hitting the reset button in you. Number two, to move something back to an original place or position. That's what it means to hit reset. To move something back to an original place or position. That brings us back to the scripture we started in, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, somebody holler, behold. No, you got to say it. Say it, holler it, holler it. Behold. All things have become new. Watch this. Let me give you the breakdown of this verse, and I want to give it to you in the Greek. I want to give you the breakdown of this verse, and I want to give it to you in the Greek. Because when we look at it in the Greek, we get the ability now uh, to be able to see what Paul was really saying. We get the ability to see what Paul was really trying to communicate to the people. So watch this now. That word in. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, in is the Greek word in, E-N, in the realm of or the sphere of. The condition of which something operates, watch this, from the inside out. That's why change, that's why hitting reset, that's why becoming new. It is not about trying to fix your circumstances. It's not about trying to fix people around you. It's about hitting the reset button in you. I said it's about hitting the reset button in you first. He said the condition from which something operates from the inside out. See, we're not just in him if he's another option. We know we're in him when he is the only option. We know we're in him when not coming to church ain't an option. When not serving is not an option. When not giving is not an option. See, because it's operating from the inside out, which means, watch this, it has become who I am, which means a reset becomes who I am, not just something that I do, which means every day I'm becoming brand new. How about three people say every day I'm becoming brand new? Every day, every day, every day, every day I'm becoming brand new. Watch this. In, uh, new, that word new. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new. That word new means to get to in a moment. I need you to get that. Get to in a moment. Remember we talked about kairos? Uh, where it was, it was, watch this, you can go from one to ten because it was quality of time. It, 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 but chronos was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. When you hit the reset button, there's stuff that's been taking years in your life that when you hit reset, in you, you can see instantaneous manifestation. You're not hearing what I'm saying. In fact, let me tell somebody in here, the reason some stuff has been blocked from your life and some stuff has not been able to enter into your life is because God says, why would I send something new to you when you're still the same old you? You ain't gonna do nothing but turn something new into something old. So what God has been doing is God says, if you'll hit the reset button, you'll get to where you're going in a moment. How about your neighbor say, it won't take God that long. It won't take God that long. No, no, no. It won't take God that long. In fact, let me say this to you. Your resistance to change is your only lid. I'm going to say it again. Your resistance to change and your resistance to becoming brand new, that is your only lid. That is the only thing that's holding you up. That's the only thing that's blocking you. But today, I speak it in somebody's life that you're going to hit reset before you walk out of this auditorium today. If you're watching me online, if you're watching me on Roku, wherever you're at, you're going to hit reset before this thing ends today. Somebody holler. Reset. Yes, sir. Watch this now. 
It means to get to, in a moment, the word new, but then what's the word creation? It is the word katizo in Greek. My name talk is K-T-I-Z-O. It means building, creation, creature, ordinance. Watch this. Watch this. Ordinance means a citizen with privileges. If we were to break it down uh, and, and take it through the Latin. Watch this. It means a citizen with privileges. He says, therefore, if anybody is in Christ, he is a new citizen with privileges. Watch this. Being, being faithful has its perks. Being consistent has its perks. Membership, they used to say it with credit cards, has its perks. You know what I'm saying? When, when, when you hit the reset button in your life, you now experience privileges that other folks can't experience. Other folks sitting up talking about stuff years ago, and you sitting up talking about stuff to come. Other folks talking about how they're bitter, messed up, jacked up, tired, dusty road, all this, all their life they had to fight. But you're moving into something new. Why are you moving into something new? Watch this. Because, because you are a citizen with privileges. Touch your neighbor and say, I have privileges. Uh-huh. And one of those privileges is the access to the blessing, which is an empowerment to prosper, to do well, and to be made whole. Another one of those privileges is favor. When you hit reset, you give God the opportunity to favor you. I'm a living witness uh, that when you hit reset, you access privileges that you were not able to access before. You access privileges that you were not able to walk in before. You access privileges that you were not able to tap in before when you hit reset. Touch your neighbor and say, just hit the button, just hit the button, just hit the button already. But then what's this? Old things. Old things. Remember, I'm giving the Greek breakdown. I'm almost done. Old things. The word old is the Greek word archaeos. You can hear it in there, archaic, old. It means primitive, ancient, ancient things. Watch this. It's like this. Atari versus Xbox. All right? Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all looking like, what is the next box? Okay, watch this. Atari versus Xbox. Watch this. Or old versus new. Watch this. Or frozen versus reset. He says, that primitive you, the you that always was starting stuff, the you that was always worrying, the you that was always a mess, the you that was always broke, the you that was always suffering, the you that was always stressed out. That that you, he said, that you is ancient. That you is archaic. And he says, watch this, it has passed away, which in Greek is the word parakamo, parakamai. Uh, watch this, parakamai, which means it's rendered void. L- listen to this. This is going to blow your mind. It means it should be neglected and disregarded have passed away. It means it should be neglected and disregarded. Don't fight to defend who you are because who you are was only sufficient to get you to where you are, but to do more and to go further, you must disregard who you are so that he can continually make you new. I'm going to say that again. Don't fight to defend. We're back to it again, but this is just what I know. This is what I've always done. Stop defending that. The book says, touch your neighbor said the book says, The book says that should be neglected and that should be disregarded, which means it doesn't matter what you were 20 minutes ago. As of right now, it doesn't matter what mistakes you made last week. As of right now, hit the button. It doesn't matter what you did last year. As of right now, hit the button. Watch this. Watch this. He says, he says, it should be neglected and disregarded. Now, watch this. God says, I want you to be on 10. So stop fighting me to be at any level lower than that. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's stretching. I know it's unfamiliar. 
But God says, stop fighting me and calling me the devil. I want to preach to somebody today because you've been rebuking the devil saying, this needs to go and this needs to go and this needs to go. I'm just under attack and all of that. And God says, that's not even the devil. God says, that is me trying to hit reset in you, but you keep resisting me and fighting me. But I'm speaking to your life today that that resistance is futile and you give up that resistance to become new. How about your neighbor and say, stop resistance, stop resistance. Stop resisting. God says, stop resisting me to be comfortable. Stop resisting me to keep average folk around you. Stop resisting me to keep losers around you. Stop resisting me to love pigs and dogs. I feel like preaching here. Uh, the Jesus called some people, he called them pigs and dogs. He says, don't give what is uh, holy to the uh, Don't cast pearls before swine or pigs. And don't give what is holy to the dogs. In other words, Jesus Christ, God, the anthropos, so much God you can't believe his man, so much man you can't believe his God. He said, listen, there are some humans that ain't nothing but pigs and dogs. And God says, I'm sick of you. Touch your neighbor and say, Bishop, talking to you now. I ain't even talking to your neighbor, I'm talking to you. God says, I'm sick of you trying to negotiate with pigs and dogs and trying to fight me when I'm trying to upgrade you to some people that are on your level, but you won't take that because you got a complex because you think you're not good enough for that. Baby, you're going to have to hit the reset button. How about your neighbor say, hit the reset button, hit the reset button, hit the reset button. Watch this. Your success in life, be seated, your success in life is found in constant newness. It's found in constant newness. Watch this. Constant newness. I, I got to move. I'm out of time. It says, it says, it says, it says, watch this. Have passed. It should be rendered void. It should be neglected and disregarded. Then it says, it has become. That's the word in Greek, genomai. Genomai. This means a transitioning from one point to another point. It, it's a simultaneous nature, which means at the same time, two different things. Remember Kairos? Action. And that's a wrap at the same time. Here's what that word uh, have passed, or excuse me, have become. It means it's in transition. I'm not that, and I'm not that. I'm in between. <laughs> You're not kidding. You, you ever, uh, you ever, y'all know I told you about how when I cook. I used to be able to cook real good, and, and, and that stopped happening. Uh, but but watch this. I know enough to know that if you take a cake out before the cake is done baking, that the cake is going gonna, is gonna to be a little, is gonna, gonna be a little juicy. It's going to be a little juicy. Uh, and now here's the point I need to get. Th th that's the point. Is, is, watch this. It's not quite fully baked. It's not quite raw. It's in between. Watch this. T -t Touch your neighbor. Say that. That's where you are right now. That's where you are right now. You're not quite where you were. You're not quite who you're becoming. You in between. Uh huh. Uh, uh, uh huh. You, you, you in the you in the meantime, right? Right. And sometimes in the meantime, that time is me. Y'all understand that? Sometimes, sometimes in the meantime, that time is me. I'm not that, and I'm not that. I am in transition. I am becoming. Touch your neighbor. Say, I am becoming. I am becoming. I am becoming. Watch this. I got to finish. It, it, it says, have become new. Uh, that is the Greek word kainos, which means new in quality, innovative, fresh in development or opportunity because uh, it's not been like this before. Wow, 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 wow. You missed it. You missed it. Fresh in development or opportunity because it's not been like this before, which means when you hit the reset button, God says there's some opportunities and there's some 
uh, uh, things and some doors and some and some promotion and some access. Watch this. He said that uh, you couldn't qualify before, but if you hit the reset button, if you, because you've not been like this before, you get fresh development, fresh opportunity, fresh favor. Y'all not saying nothing. Somebody holler fresh. Somebody holler fresh. Well, I says. Watch this. It's not been exactly like this before. It's unprecedented, is what it means here in Greek, new. Uncommon. Unheard of. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to work this one. He says, he says, if any man be in Christ, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Watch this. Unheard of. Which means, watch this. Stop trying to get people who knew you before reset to understand you in the middle of your reset. Because it's unheard of today. Y'all, y'all not, y'all, y'all, y'all not saying it to me. Y'all not saying it. Stop trying to get people uh, that uh, used to know you back then, uh, who used to know how you used to act. And watch this. Used to may have been a week ago. You may have been out covered with them last week, but that was them, and this is now. You may have been out cussing with them last week, but that was them, and this is now. He said, "Stop trying to get people that knew you back then to understand you now, because it's unheard of. It won't even make no sense to them. They want they." They serve him, they give him, they praise him, they pray him. They won't even understand that they knew you when you were in your breakdown. Oh, but baby, you in your breakthrough now. Shake your neighbor like you're going to shake a neighbor's arm up and say, I'm in my breakthrough now. I'm the, Yes, sir, I'm in my breakthrough now. You knew me when I was at the bottom, but baby, I'm at the top. Why? Because I am hitting the reset button. Be seated. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, y'all. He, he says. He says. He says. He says. It's unheard of. This word. This word means. This word means. It means. It means. It's unheard of. Watch this. Uncommon. Unprecedented. Watch this. Recently made. And here's. I like this last definition of the word new. And it's superior to what it succeeds. You are better now. Than you've ever been. But, touch and say, but, but you still gotta hit reset because that was only good enough to get you to where you are. But to be on 10, is there anybody at this worship experience that believes they're gonna be on 10? Matter of fact, you don't just believe you're gonna be on 10, you declare that you are on 10. I'm on 10, the best of the best. Watch this, I gotta hit reset. Watch this, and I can't be scared to let go of who I was. To embrace who I am becoming. Why? Because, because it's superior to what it succeeded. You're not hearing me. Some of you won't forgive people because you're scared that you won't have something there to hold on to. But I got to let this go down here so that I can reach for this that's up here because this is superior to what I'm succeeding. Some of you got bitterness and you're mad and you're angry and you're cantankerous and you're curt and you got a stank attitude and the reason you stank at church and the reason you stank at work and the reason you stank with everybody is because you keep holding on to the you that you were because you think that that you has a greater value than it does and so because you think that that you is safe because it won't forgive Y'all not saying nothing. You think that that you is safe because it's bitter. You think that that you is safe because it walls everybody else out. You think that that you is safe, but that you is not safe. That you is inferior to the you that God is saying, hit the reset button. Don't you say, just hit the button already. Just hit the button already. Watch this. 
let, let me say this to somebody. Stop trying to find yourself. You won't. Why, Bishop? Because in Christ, you're constantly being made new. Stop trying to, I just, I just want to settle in. Watch this. Christianity ain't for settlers. It's for pioneers. It's for people that know how to rule. We ain't coming from that subdue. If you just want to be a settler and just sit up and have a messed up, jacked up life, I'm going to tell you, he did not die for that. He died so that you can have life and life more abundantly. Abundance means overflow. Have overflow. Something got to be flowing. You're not hearing what I'm saying. To have overflow, something's got to be flowing. Watch this. I got to finish this. I got to finish this. I got to finish this. Is the last definition and I'm done. Somebody holler reset. Well, watch this. The last definition, it means to put something back in the correct position. Watch this for healing. This is the natural, this is the English definition of this word. I ain't even giving you Hebrew or Greek. The English definition of this word reset, it means to put something back in the correct position for healing. Now, remember today, I'm just opening up this series <clears throat> to get you to hit the reset button in you. And that starts with you, watch this, here it is, church, asking God to reveal to you what in you needs to be reset. Because you cannot hold on to who you were and who you are becoming at the same time. And here's what's interesting. Who you're becoming is who he originally created from the beginning. Who you're becoming is who he originally created from the beginning. Before you were betrayed. Before you were abandoned. Before you were dropped. Before you were hurt. Before you were rejected. Before you were lied on. Before they threw you away like yesterday's trash. Before you experienced disappointment, I'm talking to somebody, before you went through the emotional turmoil, before you went through the divorce, before you went through the bankruptcy, before you went through the issue, who you are becoming is who he originally made you to be, Jeremiah. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Watch this. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I set you apart and I ordained you a prophet to the nation. Check this out. This was all before Jeremiah ever had a name. This was all before Jeremiah was ever, was ever in the anatomy of his father going into his mother. This was, this was before, he said, Jeremiah, before any of that happened, there was a you I made and there was a you you were when you were with me. And so who you're becoming is really who I made in the first place before you got hurt. Before you started having complexes about yourself. Before you started saying, I'm not good enough. Before you started saying, I don't have what it takes. Before you started saying, I always mess good things up. Before you started all of that. Now watch this, watch this. I'm through. Watch this. Matthew 4, 17. From the time Jesus began to preach and say, repent. That means change your mind for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What is that, y'all? Kingdom of heaven is heaven's attributes on earth. And it's God's MO. It is when heaven invades the earth. Where is that at? Uh, the scripture says, Luke 17, 21, that it's in us. This is the prayer for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's in you. Verse 18, and Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. What were they, church? Fishermen. What were they, church? Fishermen. What were they, church? Fishermen. And what kind of fishermen? Failed fishermen. Bishop, how do you know they were failed? Because they didn't really want to be fishermen because every Hebrew boy wanted to be a rabbi. He wanted to apprentice a man of God. In the days of the scripture, they weren't trying to be basketball players. Of course, they didn't have them. Uh, they weren't trying to be rappers. They weren't trying to make beats. In the days of the scriptures, everybody wanted to be a man of God. So they would apprentice the rabbis. They would be sons and daughters to the rabbis or sons in the Hebrew culture to the rabbis. And so watch this. The fact that they were fishermen was evidence that the rabbis told them, you're not good enough to follow us. So what we need you to do is we need you to go and do your father's trade. Check it out. 
So they were failed fishermen. And if you read some of their stories, you'll discover, watch this, watch this. Uh, they were so bad at it, they didn't even know where to put the net. Jesus had to say, put the net over there. Which means even in rejection, they failed at what it is that they knew. You, you missed that. You missed that. He, he, some of y'all keep wondering, why do I keep messing up in, 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 in this and 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 this? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Look at verse 19. Then he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Watch this. Bishop, how do you know they were failed? Watch verse 20. They, they immediately, if you make him dough, rate me, vasolati dough, it ain't going to be an immediate thing. You're going to be like, well, can we talk? Can we, let's, have, let's just have a conversation. But watch this. They immediately left their nets. Watch this. What did they leave? Who they were. And followed him. Fishermen is who they were. Jesus said, let me make you a fisher of men. Who they were becoming. And for three and a half years, they're with Jesus in transition. Every day. Oh my, there you go. Every day, hitting the button. Every day, hitting the button. And the moment they got a little arrogant, Jesus would teach them something new to, 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 to slap a little taste in their mouth, slap a little sense in them. Every day. Every day they're like, well, Jesus, who's the greatest among you? None of y'all. The one that knows how to serve. Every day they thought, well, Jesus, am I going to get people? Who's going to do it? Every day they were becoming brand new. Watch this. When God hits reset in you, watch this, your appetite will begin to change. We talked about this as we ended emo uh, emojis. Because you are what you eat. Watch this. Let me get this final piece of this. Final piece of this. Such a neighbor say, just hit the button. Just hit the button. Just hit the button. Watch this. Watch this. Now, now remember, remember, this last definition means to put something back in the correct position for healing. Watch this. Those guys' correct position was with Jesus from get-go. You missed it. From get-go. When he shows up, they're being put back into their correct position so they can be healed from all the years of issues and drama and problems and all that. You be, let, me, let me help somebody understand why you're at Harvest. Watch this. You being here is your correct position, and it's been your correct position since get-go. This is no accident. You, watch this. You think you picked here. What you don't understand is that he picked us. Uh, the scripture says that he'll give you shepherds after his heart that'll feed you with knowledge. That's what to do uh, and understanding. That's how to do it. That's his word. Check this out. You being here is you being back in the correct position so you can be healed. Touch your name and say, I'm in the correct position. Matter of fact, for every professional visitor that's been saying, I'm just trying to figure this out. I'm just trying to figure this out. I am your pastor. This is your church. This is your house. You have been sent here because here is the place you're being put back into your correct position so you can be healed. Which brings me to this final component to this last one, to put something back in the correct position for healing. A snake. A snake. The other day at my office, there's a snake. And... Uh, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. There's a snake coming out of my office. And what's interesting about it is that uh, when I moved toward the snake, 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 snake ran off. And I was trying to catch the snake at the other end of the bushes. Now, this part really doesn't have anything to do with the point. I'm just telling you the story because I think the story is pretty interesting. That's your neighbor says, stay with Bishop, stay with Bishop, stay with Bishop. So, so the snake starts slithering. Now, watch this. In all the years at our rural campus, I have never, ever seen a snake, ever, 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 never, ever, ever. So I'm looking at this snake. As I see the snake, it starts slithering, and, uh, and I walk towards it, and I start hollering down the campus for a staff person to come because I needed them to hold the door. Now, here's the trip. I don't really know what I was going to do to the snake. Uh, I didn't have a shovel. 
I didn't have a you know a gun to pistol whip the snake, uh, shoot the snake. I don't, I don't know what I was gonna do. I don't know what to do. But I was like, hold the door because I need to go do something to the snake. So I move towards the snake. As I move towards the snake, the snake scurries off into the bushes. I go to the other end of the bushes. I guess I was gonna run it over or something. I don't know what I was gonna do. I was gonna catch it. But then the snake goes. And it goes back out. Now watch this. Here's what's interesting. Here's the interesting part. This is, I'm throwing this in for free. When I'm looking at the snake, uh, or, or when I look back up uh, to the stairwell, I look and a staff person's out there and, and they're, they're getting a photo so that animal control can, can do what they need to do. They're getting a photo. And as they're getting a photo, the snake is just posted up looking at them. Watch this. But when I move towards the snake, the snake starts running off. Now, now, now watch this, watch this. This ain't got nothing to do with, with this topic, but it's very interesting because watch this. Sometimes, watch this, uh, there are some snakes in your life that have to be revealed that have been there the whole time, that have been in hiding. Y'all not hear what I'm saying? They've been in hiding. And when they're in hiding, watch this, other people's presence doesn't scare them, but yours will make them try to get back hiding. The problem is it had been exposed now, so I knew where it was. Y'all not saying nothing. It had been exposed, so I knew where it was. And so I'm sitting there, and the snake the snake starts going, so it goes through this other set of bushes, and it's going, and it's going, and it's going, and it can't hide anymore. Now, remember, it's only running from me. Somebody else was right there taking a picture. It just posted up, you know, just looking. You know, like, I'm a snake. What you going to do? And then it starts going. So it has nowhere to hide now because it's exposed. Watch this. It's exposed. There's a difference between revealing and exposed. It's exposed. And so now it starts trying to go along, tries to go along, trying to get to the side of the building. It goes to the side of the building, and, and I can still see where it's going on the side of the building. Uh, here's, the, here, 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 here's, here's the point. That had nothing to, do with, <laughs> nothing to do with the message. But snakes, watch this. When snakes are shedding their skin. I just helped somebody right there because some of y'all, there's some snakes that you needed to see in your life. And some snakes, that, that means deceivers, that you needed to catch in your life. And the reason you ain't been able to catch them is because, watch this, what I forgot to tell you in the story, I wasn't supposed to be there when I saw that. You're not hearing me. I wasn't supposed to be on campus when I saw that. In fact, it was a whole hour difference in time from when I was supposed to be there. I just so happened to catch it because I just so happened to experience a delay. And sometimes delays have to be, uh, you have to give God praise for a delay. Because sometimes a delay will show you a snake. Y'all not even, so y'all don't even know the shouting in Denver. I bet you they shouting online. And sometimes the delay, watch this, is good for you because the delay will let you see something that you needed to see. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Watch this. But a snake, here it is, when it's shedding, and it's shedding its old skin and receiving a, a reset. Watch this. It has to rub up against surfaces that agitate it. You missed it. But that's what makes it brand new. If you've ever seen a snake shedding its skin, it'll get up along something and start rubbing up against something that agitates it. That agitation, watch this, is what makes it new. Remember, remember this definition to put something back in the correct position for healing. That agitation is what makes it new. Watch this. I'm telling you, that, watch this. To really hit the reset button in you, watch this, you're going to have to learn how to embrace the agitation. You missed it. 
You're going to have to learn how to embrace the stuff that challenges you. You're going to have to learn how to praise about the stuff that really makes you want to get worried. You're going to have to learn how to shout about the stuff that makes you sad. You're going to have to learn how to embrace the agitation because as you embrace the agitation, that's hitting reset in you. And as you embrace the agitation, you're going to learn, you know what, well, I can get mad about it or I can find a solution. I could be angry about it or I could just start solving problems. I can sit here and huff and puff and blow my own house down or I can speak life and build my own house up. Touch your neighbor and say, embrace the agitation. Embrace it, embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. It's showing you something in you that needs to be reset. The agitation, the stuff that's aggravating you, the stuff that's messing with you, the stuff that you call stress, it's really agitation and it's really God's way of saying Hit the reset button. Somebody, how about your neighbor say, hit the button already. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. I've got a message, but I'm out of time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate but nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.